0: Welcome aboard, Captain.
1: Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek Three, the search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker.
0: And that makes me your other co-host, Chris LaSalle.
1: Chris, how's it going? Uh, good. So we were back here on a happy Monday, mm-hmm. and um, we, uh, we're we starting here with uh, minute number 50. We're 50 minutes in. Excellent. And this minute starts with uh, Savick saying, it is Dr. Marcus' opinion that this is. And this minute ends with when we hear a recognizable ship noise. Ooh. <clears throat> So um, something we had brought up, you know, I sort of think half in joking, half in seriousness yeah. about the conspiracy. <laughs> yep. And I think this minute um, actually makes me think more about a conspiracy.
0: Oh, OK. It, it reinforces it for you?
1: Oh, it, it specifically Esteban's
0: behavior. OK. Cool.
1: So the minute starts off with Savick saying, you know, he's, she's been talking to Esteban, and she says that um, it is Dr. Marcus's opinion that this is that the Genesis Effect has in some way regenerate, regenerated Captain Spock. So, in essence, the search for Spock is over. They've now found Spock. We can go to close credits. So, yep. But then on the Grissom, Esteban. Well, first, while she's communicating that you see the navigator and her face is like what
0: that like is the, she, that's the highlight of the minute for me <laughs> she is like i can't believe i just heard that are you <laughs> it's it's the best wtf reaction shot in all of star trek <clears throat> oh yeah definitely i would say
1: and even, the, even the, the guy in the background is, like, listening in. The, <laughs> yep. he can't, he, he's out of focus, but he is totally listening to what is going on. And there, uh, it is, like you said, WTF, like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got to give more. Just a shout-out again to Gene, Jean or Jeannie Marie, who's playing mm-hmm. the helm officer. And, yeah, that reaction shot is amazing.
1: It is so perfect but then um but then they they cut to uh Esteban and his shifty eyes uh Savik, uh that's uh extraordinary uh what would you what would what would you like to do next the way he's looking around just sounds like he is totally hiding something that yep. they sort of knew that this was going to happen or something uh, to me it just this is the moment where i'm like this is there's something going on conspiracy or some some other business
0: is happening he's already in his head like kirk does yes. he's already got a plan on how he's going to murder Savik and david so he can keep spock to himself right because the, the the secret is out spock's yeah, the spock. se- yeah spock's alive they're not supposed to know that yep i love this movie
1: <laughs> star trek three the conspiracy for spock
0: uh, um can we can we did you have other other conspiracy thoughts
1: nope that was it
0: the then can we just, i just want to back up a bit uh sure I, I didn't notice this but it's in just the very beginning of the minute when when savik is uh talking to, uh, to esteban you know she's like it's dr marcus's opinion that this is and then she she pa- she pauses and um I- i'm wondering why she paused you know because is it i thought initially like oh she didn't want to say spock but then she just kind of rewords it and then says captain spock and so i was it that there's that it's it's itching at me like what what was she gonna say you know is it just uh was she gonna give something away about you know how she feels about spock in that moment and that she she's biting her tongue
1: um Maybe she's confused, she doesn't know, She's she. maybe she's realizing herself that this really is Captain Spock, that she just had to take a step back and be like... Um, and as much as we... I, I also feel like, yes, she's a Vulcan, but we also know non-canonically that she is also a Romulan. And I think the emotion of the moment, I think, may get to her a little bit, because while she is touching the face of... What is Spock? Spock is also reaching to her and touching her face. And I think, I think in in that moment, anyone would be even a Vulcan, I would have to believe would be caught up in like, oh, my God, I've just found my mentor. He's a child on a planet where he's supposed to be dead and he's alive. Like you can even see when she when he puts his hand up to her. She pauses there, and she even has the merest hint of a smile just it is just it's it's probably about the five to seven second mark it's very subtle um and then, yeah, at the very end, she's probably overcome by that yeah, I see it. emotion, you know, where she's like it's Captain Spock, you know,
0: yeah, <clears throat> you know I uh, Thank you for, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Just, I hadn't even thought about the fact that they're both touching each other's face. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's a big deal with Vulcans, right? That's a, that type of contact. And uh, so, yeah, she's probably, in some ways, she probably uh, was caught off guard or in shock a little bit of just having that that touch, you know. And I don't know what she's, what I don't know if casual contact between Vulcans, you know, does anything, or if they have to deli- you know, deliberately, you know, mind meld. But I would, I would assume that kind of contact has some kind of uh, effect uh, on them. And uh, so, yeah, that could have just been just been that moment. And yeah, she does have the smile. So good eyes, man.
1: Yeah, it's just like the it's like the very tiny smile. It's not even like, but she you can tell she's feeling something after they sort of touch, you know, touch hands to
0: face. Right. And do you think, do you think, um, this is pretty interesting. I, I, I hadn't thought about this at all in, in prep for this minute, but so she's touching his face <clears throat> and, and he reaches up and touches hers. Is, is he just doing that in response or is that, or is that an instinctual <clears throat> thing? Like just, a as a Vulcan, like the first thing you want to do is, you know, touch someone. You mm. know what I mean? That's,
1: I have to wonder, yeah, I, I sort of was asking myself that question as I was watching the minute is is he just doing it like out of rep- not repetition but copying mimicking what yeah. you see yeah. like he doesn't know where he is he probably doesn't even know who he is you know, for all intent for all intents and purposes, I am going to say that this Spock is sort of an empty vessel right um, We know that McCoy has the Katra. And I'm just gonna say that this is like this is an empty vessel. He is just all and you said it, maybe he's just all instinct. <clears throat> he right. instinctually knows that, you know, I need to touch the face or Yeah, I wrestle back and forth with this, whether it's mimicry or if it is like an instinct Vulcan, you know, thing, they need to reach out for the face kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah, the empty vessel <laughs> I think that's it's I think that's actually Someone actually uses that term, don't they? Somewhere in the film, but um, <clears throat> right. If 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 so, he's again. We're kind of jumping. Off. McCoy mm. has his cadre. Yep. Every, everything that is Spock. So this child is. We could just say you know, capital A A Vulcan, right? That's, right. That. That's, that's who he, he is right now is just a Vulcan and right. uh, presumably, presumably his life experience, everything that makes up, you know, you know, that I'm getting, I can, apologies for getting deep. Like everything that you are right is made up of the sum of your life experience, right? Mm. His life experience, as far as we know, <clears throat> is, has only been days, hours. We don't even, we don't really know. We don't know how, how long he's been yeah. walking around. We don't know how long he's been back and, so, his life experience is just stumbling around in the snow, as far as we know. So, uh, I yeah, agree. It's he did, yeah. So, so uh, I guess where I was going with it was if that's all he's got so far, this is probably an instinctual thing, reaching out to touch, because he doesn't have that experience. Right. Nobody has taught him any of that yet.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I agree with that. I'll go wow. with that.
0: Cool. Who knew? that's, yeah, was, the, that's the first uh, four seconds of the minute.
1: <laughs> I know, and it is. It's it's it. I, it's one of those things that you you look at in the whole of the movie, and you probably don't look at it. But we're looking at these minutes over and over again, and you sort of just you get a sense of like, wow, you know, there's more to that than just yeah, what we're seeing.
0: I guess you got to give some kudos to, uh, to you know, Nimoy and, and Bennett again. You know, this is yes. it's a it's a there's a lot packed into this is this, this this moment with the two of them right or, or a lot you can unpack i guess from it so yeah definitely all right so we get this moment we get the conspiracy Could we call it the genesis conspiracy maybe that'd be the the subtitle mm-hmm.
1: captain shifty and the conspiracy <laughs> uh
0: the fantastic reaction um and Esmond's like what you, what would you like to do next would, <laughs> Well, what? What do you mean? <laughs> no, um, he's like, how am I going to kill them next? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like, I left them on this planet. Right. We were supposed to get out of here.
0: Yeah, and his reaction, you know, of course, Savick's gonna say, let's, you know, re- re- request permission to be aboard, and uh, you can tell again with the shifty eyes, like you said, he's like, uh, let me think of any excuse I can come up with about is there radioactive contamination? That's such a weird, yeah, ask, isn't it? Yeah, well, the, even the way he says it, he's like,
1: uh, it, Savick, does Dr. Marcus think there's any chance of, uh, anybody, anybody, radioactive contamination? I mean, it's no. like, it's like he's searching. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, David's like, no, and, uh, <laughs> moron.
0: That is a good reaction. No.
1: Um, you know, and then Savick responds, none that we can detect, and, um. So he delays again. He's even like, "Well, all the same, I'm going to have to advise Starfleet and get instructions." That almost sounds like it's I'm, you know, the Manchurian candidate where I'm waiting, awaiting my instructions. Like that just to me screams. Furthermore, that is a conspiracy.
0: Yeah, he's stalling. He's stalling for time. Yes. So he's totally stalling for time. Right. This, uh, so that moment when he says, I'm going to advise Starfleet and get instructions. You know, So the, the scene keeps shifting back and forth from the, the planet to the bridge, the planet to the bridge. Right. Uh, during this moment, uh, our navigator, he gets a ton of screen time here. Uh, yep. you know, Esteban's just talking, and the navigator is focused, laser focused on some dot on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he totally is. He's not like, they, they're like, don't blink, don't move. Don't make yeah. any facial expressions nothing but if i felt he knows, that, yeah, do anything. Nothing, nothing i feel bad for him because you know we've talked about the crew you know when they first showed up when we first saw the grissom <laughs> and this guy yeah. this guy's uh uncredited uh there's no one's given him a, uh even a name uh there's no backstory there's nothing and he gets yep. all of this i mean give him something right he could be yeah. um, so i just feel bad because it's not like he's the guy yeah. in the background he's sitting right there he's in the foreground even if he
1: just like, even if Esteban just throws it and says maintain standard orbit, I yeah, sir, you know, and yeah. then uh, okay go with the communicate, you know, even if it's a just a little something, yeah, throw a, throw him a throw him a bone,
0: throw him a bone. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I feel bad for him. So, a question? Uh, yep. As Esteban stalling? You know, he's like, uh, Savic is like, yeah, I'm sure Starfleet would approve. You know, she's like, just beam us up. Yeah uh esteban's reply is uh, probably true but let's do it by the book Uh, this would be a moment wouldn't that have been a great moment to uh, get a reaction from savik like you know like how many times am i gonna get that thrown at me (laughs) (laughs) but we don't we don't get a like a man i shouldn't have said that actually she never said that did she she never said by the book it was spock who said that right
1: we, well, Spock and Kirk in their right. explanation of the, um, you know, by the book, and um, yeah, I uh, I think it would have been it, it's an interesting an interesting line that goes nowhere. That I think yes, it, I think she she could have we could have given gotten much more of a
0: reaction from her. Yeah, it would have been a it's a missed opportunity, right?
1: Yes, for yeah, all yeah, the
0: opportunity. for all a love hate of the humor that would have been a nice little. Yes. <laughs> Just to get, a re- get her reaction shot to buy the book.
1: I almost feel like that's um, <clears throat> old TV shows or you know cartoons. You know where they do the, you know someone says the the line and they're like probably true, but let's do it by the book. And you just see Savick turn to the camera and you just hear wah, wah, wah. <laughs> right.
0: She and shrugs. You know, that's, that's what
1: I. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. That's that's what I wanted, I guess. <laughs> So, yeah. I was shocked. i've I watched this movie many times. I watched it, yep, in prep, uh, you know, before the season. I you know, watched it ahead of time. and and uh, and we've been we've been talking on air and off air about uh, all these captains and their catchphrases about going to warp. And so we get yep. you know, execute and engage. And I've been talking about Lorca's go on Star Trek Discovery. Yep esteban yeah. drops a go here he does he does and he's Stand by on this channel go i'm like damn it <laughs> lorker stole it from him
1: perhaps they did perhaps they went back when they were writing and you know they were doing their their research and they saw this and they're like hey that's great let's give him that he,
0: he, i gotta i gotta give i gotta give him a props It he he, he does it well it's like a go yep. it's very boom uh it, to the point where the communications officer he doesn't need any other instructions every other time these guys have interacted in this film he's got to start sending go to the starfleet and gives them a whole list of things and, da, 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 and mm-hmm. this guy now he's just like go and the comm officer's on it uh, so i was i was shocked and uh we'll have to reach out to former guest of the show ted you know, sullivan right? and see uh, see if uh yeah <laughs> see see if there's a, a great a question connect, I,
1: yeah, I hadn't really – you know, I hadn't really put those two together, but now that I hear it and I see it, it totally makes sense that I – w- I wonder if in the handbook you're given like four or five different phrases you can use to do things. Like if you're going to do something, you have execute, engage, go, and then as a captain, you have to pick your tagline and just use it. Like that's yeah. – okay, Esteban, you're getting the Grissom. What is your tagline? Uh, my tagline is go. Okay, your go – uh, Picard, what is your, attack? Te- you know, I just
0: wonder if it's like, because like he always said engage. He, 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 he did. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun to see them all trying it on, you know, execute. No, that doesn't work quite right. Go. Stand, no. up, stand in the mirror. Go. Yeah. Go. I engage. Like execute. Uh, only,
1: the, only the smarmies get execute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I, uh, so, the comm officer, like I said, he's off and running, right? So, uh, starts uh, talking out, uh, talking to the staff of the command. This is Grissom uh, on sub, uh, subspace coded channel 98.8. Wasn't that wasn't that the, the morning <laughs> station, the station we listened to when we were kids for, <laughs> down in Boston? It,
1: it totally sounds like it,
0: but. <laughs> it's, a, it's an FM. He just called out an FM station. Probably. 98.8. Come in, please. W-Z-Y-Y. I don't know.
1: <laughs> W-S-T-K. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, and then uh, – so that doesn't really end the minute. No. So he, he says this thing. He says Starfleet Command. This is USS Chrisom. And then he says this thing. And then they're just sort of looking around. And obviously we hear the distinct sound of another ship. We don't believe that they hear it. We hear it. Like this is for our benefit. This isn't them hearing the noise of the ship. Wow. Well, okay do you not do you not agree with that? Do you think that they are hearing the noise?
0: well, i I had the same question. i I, I think they might Esteban looks like he's hearing something. and it, i it, did,
1: so I didn't take it as that because, um the navigator or the helmsman, the woman, uh, she just sort of like, she just sort of looks up and looking at the the view screen and then he's just sort of I think he is in panic mode. I think he is like what am I going to do now? Like okay. just sort of looking for answers cuz even when the guy comes back, you know, he puts his hand up to the little thing. He doesn't I, he doesn't give any reaction to that there's a noise of whatever the ship is. I think it's more for our benefit than it is for the the crew actually hearing it.
0: Oh, you don't think the commu- you don't think the communication officer hears it either? No. Oh. I I assume that was why he put his hand to his ear. No. Okay. Hmm. I don't believe I don't believe they hear the noise. I think they do, and uh, the reason I think they do was because of what just happened on the um, Excelsior. We talked about it when the Excelsior, the, you know, wound down. The, the Jalopy. The Jalopy. Sorry, the Jalopy. When <laughs> well, it, that's
1: when that, that's one thing. They're on they're on their own ship. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can okay. hear the engines wide down on your own ship, you're talking about another vessel making some weird noise. Right. That could be, you know, however far away. Sure. Just, again, it's just my opinion. I could be the wrong opinion. And until, you know, until John Laroquette comes out and tells us with definitive proof.
0: Are <laughs> <laughs> counting on John now for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh hmm, i don't know i'm gonna okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i i think they're hearing it so that's i that's what i think it is i think i think we're seeing reactions uh from uh from esteban and the communications officer and i think they're hearing it. so i so, might be wrong i so
1: i uh. believe in the next minute i think it further proves that they don't hear it <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> Well, then maybe we what? should maybe we well, maybe we should stop here then, <laughs> and then we can have a fight off air, and then we'll find out on Wednesday.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Great. Well, folks, while you're waiting to hear the outcome of this debate, uh, why don't you head on over to the Star Trek Minute Listener Federation on Facebook and uh, uh, join in the conversation, share your two cents. Are they hearing it or not? Um, uh, say goodbye. Uh, no, I guess we won't say that. Um, I'm jumping ahead. But come on over. (laughs) Come on over to the Listener Federation. Share your thoughts. Uh, And we are going to be back on Wednesday, hopefully, if we don't, you know, get too, too big of a scuffle here, and talking about Minute 51 of the Search for Spock here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now.
1: Bye.